0: Welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Stefan. Uh, this is Josh Bixler. Hi. and Alex Zavada. Hello. Thanks for being froggy. on here. Yeah, so obviously, if you guys haven't seen, which I'm sure you have, uh, we were at a little bit of a festival situation that we put on every year. It's called Flight Fest. I don't know if you've heard of it, but uh, it was just this last week. It was. Uh, and it was our amazing. voices are just now recovering from that entire event.
1: I think I scared my wife when I woke up the one morning.
2: I was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just sound like I like ate gravel and swallowed a frog.
2: <laughs> it was an intense yeah. uh, week. It was amazing. Yes.
0: and and with that, because Josh, you have a fairly higher pitched voice, kind yeah. of like myself. Yeah. And uh, Alex has a low one, but uh, that being that being said, you know, if you wake up and you got who hey goes, yeah. then that's going to be a little awkward. It's gonna for her. be it's
1: gonna be a little awkward for her and stuff. And she, you know, maybe I'm finally growing up.
0: You know what? So. You know when you know when your kids have a lower voice than you do, uh, that might be an issue. It's, it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem.
1: But, man, going back to Flight Fest, not my voice, uh, what an amazing event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was incredible to see. Like, we, we were hit with a lot of setbacks. That's right. And uh, the only thing that pulled this thing off was the people that attended. And yep. that's so. just – it's such an awesome experience.
0: Yep. And that's one thing that uh, when we talk about crazy setbacks, you know, we – we always get ready for this event. We go down usually Monday or Tuesday and, and start setting stuff up and yada, yada, yada. Well, it just so happens that, like, Sunday, like, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the week leading up to Fight Fest. Rain. It, that's all it did. Literally all rain every
2: day, all day. I think we first got hit <clears throat> bad on Wednesday. Actually, I mean... it, it the big, the big, big storm came Wednesday. Yeah, the, Wednesday. the, the yeah. really,
1: really bad stuff came on Wednesday. We got just enough to make everything muddy, be from like Sunday before on. that. Yeah, and, and the sad thing was is we actually, you know, uh, uh, Miss Jordan and Austin. You mm-hmm. know, Austin's kind of like mm-hmm. the godfather of a, a flight fest, so he's taking Miss Jordan. She's our event planner. He's really helping her out. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had a jump. You know, we thought we were pretty well prepared for this, right. and then that rain hit, and then. Uh, You know everything got delayed and Mm -hmm. it was like oh my goodness it's it's getting crazy before it even starts yeah Yeah. and
0: and normally you know people start coming you know tuesday wednesday before the event anyways so we're we wanted to make sure that we were prepared for that make sure everybody's got their 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 situation all under control and they're comfortable and they can enjoy the event and not have to worry about anything well you know as as it always goes you know you got to be prepared kind of like hope for the best but expect the worst yeah. um and we had people getting stuck in the mud you know yeah. what i mean and we had tractors being pulling out rvs oh. like and alex you can give us kind of a little insight because you were, that was the first day or two that's all you were doing right yeah, for the yeah most i was
2: point. running around like crazy uh, so basically the way that we have it laid out is john fury obviously austin's dad is always uh, super generous to mm-hmm. let us have the event there dad and mom uh, mm-hmm. yeah both of them and um It's actually funny because every year we we ask them, like, do you want to do this again next year? Because we can move it. And they're like, no, we wouldn't have it any other way. Even even after this year with all the property damage and stuff like that, which obviously we're going to take care of. But anyways, the way that it works is we have uh, the event on John. uh, John owns about 30 acres. It's the strip in the middle of the property. And then we also lease some farmland uh, on both the north and south side of John's property to make the grounds that we have flight fest on john's property is really really packed down primarily because he has his runway there his full-scale runway for his rv7 Um, but even the non-runway part is way way more firm ground than the farmlands and once Mm -hmm. this rain hit everything but john's property so all the farmlands which is where event central is it's where the majority of the camping was supposed to be um it's where the day parking where all the cars are supposed to be um all of that turned into just mush, mush. Uh, you couldn 't pull uh, you couldn 't pull anything in I mean we had four by four trucks getting stuck, we had tractors getting stuck, we had everything <laughs> getting stuck, so it got to the point where we didn 't know what else to do and John Fury was gracious enough to just be like let 's make him happy you know let's let 's bring him in so people were driving all over john 's runway all over john 's uh-huh. property, and needless to say, uh, I think it was Thursday uh, by Thursday night because friday was when it started turning around Mm -hmm. um thursday night i was parking campers and we actually started filling in south of the event central first so we did the east east side of the property and the west side and it got to the point by like sunset on thursday night i was parking campers they were chasing me on a four-wheeler and i'd show them where to go (laughs) you had to go fast or you'd get stuck right right and uh (laughs) we just kept filling people in uh, both RVs and tents and just kind of we had a whole plan, but we had to scrap it when the rain came. Everything yeah. got and changed. And I, I think Thursday night I, I parked the last camper at about 1 a.m. And um, by the next day, the ground started firming up and we were finally able to start getting people in. Right. Uh, into the, you know, the event grounds, which is actually the farmland, which was mush, but it was getting firm enough that you could get like trucks in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The key was you just couldn't stop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You had to keep those tires rolling.
1: You you stop. That's where you camp. But <laughs> it, it, it
2: actually worked out nice because um, it left a lot of really good campsites and a lot of those uh, people who kind of sacrificed at the beginning who were in the thick of the mud. They actually ended up with a really nice campsite close to the flight line. And for those of you guys that registered early and showed up early and still ended uh, up kind of towards the back of the event, uh, we just want to thank you guys for your patience because uh, there was not one person that I I personally had to deal with that – was not uh, understanding and positive, and just you know they they are really part of the reason that we were able to make it happen because right. for a little bit there Wednesday Thursday we were not knowing what we were going to do. That's true.
1: It was really humbling, you know, when you can throw so many you know hurdles, and if you think about this, <coughs> these people aren't just saying, "Oh, uh, no, we'll grab an extra couple hundred bucks." Mm-hmm. People that, for a lot of them, this was their family vacation. Yep, this was right. the event that they were going to go to, and some people were going as far as thirty hours away, you know, out of yep. the country. Yep. Um, the fact that they would come out there and they weren't disappointed in what they saw, you know, which, which was okay. You know, hold off, you know, let's, let's park you tomorrow or let's park you in the back spot when you should be at the front. Uh, also, uh, were you amazed with how many people Wednesday night, the amount of people there Wednesday night before the event even started yep, yep. filled up whole rows. Like we had more people there Wednesday night than we did the very first flight fest. Yeah. And that was, that was incredible, but just their hearts, just the yep. fact that they're all so happy to be there. Uh, I love the fact that the second they got out there looking for their best friends, yep, yep. you know they're looking to find their buddies. Have they gotten here yet let 's go ahead and get dinner ready. Um, it just really warmed my heart,
0: yeah, and to go back to the uh the point that Alex made that you guys the community was just so gracious with all the things that were going on, Thursday ended up being becoming more of like a a setup and making sure everything was in order and like the the whole schedule really was thrown off. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really do much that was on the schedule because there was no ability to do so because we had yeah. to make sure everything was set up. Um, and I was on the PA the entire weekend, and not a single person came up to me and asked me on Friday morning, Friday afternoon, whatever throughout the rest of the week, "Hey, well, why didn't we do?" A, B, and C from the schedule on Thursday. Why didn't Thursday happen, yada, yada, yada? Yeah. Not a single person. Okay. And now maybe somebody else were talking in the camps or, or whatever. May, maybe you went to somebody else, but I did not hear a single thing. And it was very reassuring and encouraging to me and humbling to know that that first, that first full day that no one could do anything, not a single peep. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just loving it, hanging out. They said to me more often than not, well, Flight Fest wouldn't be Flight Fest without a little mud and without a little rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which we is, is very true. Year. You know?
1: Yeah. Well we used to never get rain in July. It's crazy. Um one thing that did happen in abundance was the build tents yep. were packed. You know, people couldn't really fly. So what they yep. did, they they flooded in the build tents. That's right. And they built some of the coolest projects and they also they made some of the best friends. Uh, going down through social media, some of the posts that really warmed my heart was uh, you know, two filmers together and it's like Meet Jack. You know, we, we bumped into each other building on Thursday yep. and uh, built a great friendship and you wouldn't believe this, but I, you know, blew through his airplane and I'm going to yeah. butcher names cause I'm terrible <laughs> with names, but it was the coolest thing because these yep. people were connecting and that's really what the heart of flight fest is, is yep is uh you said the best Alex I think you're the one who coined the term bring the uh people you love and the planes you don't
2: I think that was Austin oh, was
1: it we'll I'll give you credit because I always give gi- I always <laughs> give credit <laughs> to Austin that you I always g- take Austin's uh, ideas yeah and make them my own. well I think I think it, it honestly describes <laughs> oh, it perfectly um people I,
2: I, I always say the planes are cool but the people are cooler yeah, yeah there yeah. it is that's nice I like
0: that yeah <laughs>
2: Austin was we stole your uh, <laughs> your thing bro <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh that
1: that really was heartwarming i cannot wait for for uh, the rest of the community cuz it's crazy as many people as we had what do we have what was it was, I uh,
0: didn't. I didn't get the the final count, but I know we had over sixteen hundred pilots. Over sixteen hundred. From I what I heard, right? Sixteen. Was it sixteen twenty or something like that? I, d- I, never heard, I
2: never. heard the final number.
0: I thought I. I heard, and I will probably have to talk with Austin and Jordan once again. Don't don't quote us on any of these numbers because we never know. Sixteen hundred sounds. Good. I thought that yeah. sixteen. I thought it was sixteen twenty. Sixteen fifty. Let's
2: just put it this way. I do know for a fact that we had thirteen hundred plus pilots pre registered before the event even started. Okay. okay. Um and last year before the event even started, I think we had seven or eight hundred. Yeah and we ended up with twelve hundred last year. So this year we had thirteen hundred pre registered. So my guess is we sixteen twenty sounds correct. Should be around sixteen hundred or so. so.
1: if you think about this, I gotta see, I think Joe Noll is the world's largest yeah. R C flying.
2: They got about two thousand some pilots. Did they get two thousand? I don't know what they did this year, but I know yeah. that they've been up there. Oh, I thought a last lot of times. I thought
1: this was your seventeen fifty. We can check that out. But how crazy is it? Basically, an electric only RC event in the yeah. middle of Mal- oh. Malvern, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, what can uh, will definitely be the large, you know, second largest in the world. And and on top of that, you know, all these hurdles are thrown in. And
2: place. that's just pilots. So last year uh, we had about 1,200, 1200 pilots total and about 5-6 thousand people in total attendance over the course of the whole weekend yeah. so okay. my guess is that this year we're probably around 1600 pilots and i would guess 6000 plus in attendance because so, yeah. there was that de- you could yeah. tell there was definitely when there was an event like a combat or something going on you could just tell the sheer volume of people that yeah, there were was there huge. were more people there because the 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 event central was kind of similar as far as like the space and the amount of space that people had and it was just if anything there was more space there yeah. but it was more crowded so i think that's yeah it was packed. A, yeah. it was absolutely packed um, and speaking of which uh, because of the rain on uh, it must've been thursday we didn't have any place to put day parkers. We like right. we barely even had place to put campers. So what we were doing is we were actually parking them down the road at a at a, <laughs> at <laughs> at local a park, stadium. Right? Yeah. And to shuttle them up, we actually bought a, a school, school bus. <laughs> bus. Flight <laughs> test school bus. We got one. <laughs> my, oh, my, my god! My
1: favorite thing was us is like, uh, you know, we don't get to really talk. It's like, oh, I didn't remember to tell you this, but we bought a bus, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> 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 and the funniest thing is that at Flight Fest West, oh, you know, we man. weren't hit with rain. We were hit with, you know, 10-foot high grass. Yeah. Yes. So we bought a tractor. Bought yeah. a mower, man. So we bought a mower, and now at this one, we bought a bus. I think the next flying event... we. Need to buy an airplane yeah, yeah. no <laughs> I kidding it could, could happen
2: at oshkosh it could it could i it mean you well, never know the cool thing is it just ha- so happened like we were like how are we gonna because we had done we had tried shuttling people back and forth with golf carts That's back two years ago when the event was much smaller and it was just not doable i mean it was dangerous we were <laughs> you know and there you couldn't get a lot of people on Core so planes. luckily uh we just happened there just happened to be a school bus Uh, down the street that was for sale for 1500 (laughs) bucks and icing on the cake was uh john fury's brother actually he does all the maintenance for the school systems he has maintained this bus since it was brand new yeah really and he knows it in and out he knows everything about it starts right up it runs great we got school bus it's gonna be awesome, so dude. We got a school. We bus could just thing. take that to Oshkosh. You know, well, that's why I was telling I just, him
0: just just get all the inside out and make it awesome. Yeah,
1: I, I think honestly that school bus is going to transform. Of course, we probably should save it for next year when it rains. Yeah, we need it. But uh, at the same time, I really just want to just get all crazy on it because dude, that I mean, needs to happen. It's like the Swiss Army knife of vehicles, yeah.
0: right? Dude, and we can wrap it. We can get oh. some cool stuff in there. I, I think we should it paint
2: it like a B seventeen bomber. I think it needs Ooh. to look like a
1: B seventeen bomber, and and the turrets on the top could <laughs> be yeah. like antennas. Leave
0: Leave your comments down below. Uh, what you think the flight test school bus should look like, yes. inside and out? You can also three D or not three D print. Uh, you can three uh, D model and send it to us. Uh, yeah, that way, we don't have to work as hard. Right? Just show us show us what you want want it to look like inside Dude, and out. My you,
1: mind is you know, if we only had a, if we only had time. But, right you know it's going to happen Yeah cuz we got so like
0: we, we got now it's Flight Fest now we got Oshkosh coming up then we yeah. got Flugtag in oh. Pittsburgh and then uh, I think I think we're done this, in the summer but I'm not 100% this, sure
1: This is one of the craziest things once Flight Fest East starts it, it starts the most craziest month of our lives yep, um every year. snowball effect So so basically um Flight Fest happens and mm-hmm. we we go off of that amazing high and then that following Friday through Saturday, we do a manufacturer's camp for our parent company, mm-hmm. Lauren International. Right. And what we do is we actually uh, engage a whole bunch of awesome young men and women to, uh, to show them you know, how Flight Test works, how our business model works, what our manufacturing's like. We also get to do some fun games and interactive builds and some STEM projects with them. So we'll be doing that Friday, and then Saturday there's a big get-together with families that all come out and we fly some demos. And then, luckily, last year we literally had the RVs there and we got in the RVs and drove off. Uh, this year, we have till Monday, which is nice. really nice. The so Extra day. Extra day. So so come Monday, um, we're going to be hitting the road to Oshkosh, and we're going to be doing tons and tons of meetups and uh, content uh, through that whole week. Then we come home the following Sunday night, and then starting Monday, we're finishing off the bill for Flutog, which is that following Friday. Yeah. And oh, I know, jeez. <laughs> so, and then I think we're also going to be doing content with Red Bull and uh, skydiving. I
0: heard. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be skydiving uh, because we won the Flugtag last year, yeah. and our and our prize was one of the prizes were uh, jumping out of a plane, skydiving with the Red Bull Air Force. Well, we never still have yet to get to do that a year later yeah. uh, because of different complications. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing it in Pittsburgh on the fourth, that Friday, the day before we.
1: It's going to be amazing. Push
0: the plane off the uh, the dock.
1: You know, it was also amazing. just brought me back. Uh, we got to give the biggest shout-out. Um, one thing that set this year apart was we didn't just have model aviation. We had general aviation combined, mm-hmm. and that was in the form of Powered Paramotors. Right. And uh, Aviator PPG and their aerobatic group called Paradigm Aerobatics um, came out, and when I say they gave us a gift – I can't express it. They literally came out and entertained the crowd with a Oshkosh world-class style performance. Yeah. Yep. And instead of having six, they had upwards of nine pilots nine. Yeah. flying uh, each night, uh, doing demos. And every every night they stepped it up. And Saturday, I think the crowd went nuts, and at the same time, they're speechless with the things they did. Yeah. I I, I it, just loved
2: it. It really was a perfect fit for the event. I it mean, really it, was. it just kind of. Uh, it fit the general atmosphere of of flight fest and paramotoring is it i said it on the announcement it is kind of like the foam board of general aviation it is literally the cheapest way you can get into the air and learn how to fly and experience that sensation of flight um you can get into this for you know less 10 to fifteen thousand dollars, and you can get into it um which compared to other forms of general aviation is nothing you know Uh, it can be very pricey to do it do it uh, other ways yeah
1: well and these these gentlemen, you know, they're they're dear friends, they're family to us, right. and yep. uh, the way they loved on our community and the way they entertained them obviously meant a lot to us. But you could just see families just you can see this light switch turning on well you
2: know yeah they the the family's connected to them but also like i noticed that like john and the and the paradigm they connected to the community as yes. like, soon as they got there and soon as they saw the event and you know how people were interacting the flying the fun yep. um it, it just clicked for them yeah. it made you know made perfect sense
1: it just warms my heart uh one other thing they really shocked us with and i got permission to share this Uh, if anyone doesn't know, we actually got to spend a week with them and we went through the whole journey of learning how to fly paramotors. At the end of this event, uh, Travis and, uh, and Eric and them all called us over and like, and and at first it was me, but they're like, you know, we got to talk to you. Um, Chad Lewis, uh, designed an amazing smoke system. So if you guys see that smoke system, know that that's our long haired, half thumbed friend, Chad, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, he's just an amazing designer. He's um, like, we got to talk to you about this. And here what they did is they uh, they hooked us up with a long-term loaner. So nice. us four can continue to fly and hopefully bring more people in the flight test uh, group here yep. into paramotors. Right. That's that's not a small feat. Yep. And mm. that just shows their dedication because that's something they did not have to do. By right.
2: long-term loaner, he means that they gave us a, a motor and a wing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, if you guys didn't catch the episode, uh, Josh, myself, Austin, and Chad – uh, we actually go, got to go down to their training school in Florida a couple yeah. months ago and we actually all learned how to fly uh, we got to solo we yeah. got about a handful of flights in mm-hmm. each um, but now uh, we, we got our own gear and we yeah. though we can only go up one at a time we can go up which is pretty Boy, cool yeah we we actually we actually got the opportunity over the weekend before the event started, and then Sunday night after the event ended, uh, we all got a chance to fly. Yeah. yeah, which was cool. So Chad, myself, Austin, and Josh, we all got. To yeah, go not up. not me. I, I'm <laughs> not. Uh, I have yet. He's so they just better. keep talking about this all the time. <laughs> He's twiddling well, it's, it's my it's ear. Literally
1: 15 feet from us. Yeah, yeah. and Chad's
0: over there, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't. Uh, unfortunately, well, someday we'll, we'll. I'll get there. Yeah, okay you
1: will there. get there. And, and here's <laughs> here's our personal dream and stuff. I think we're all personally working on on getting our own paramotors. Yep. Um, but as we get paramotors, we're also looking to get more of of uh, our our group here involved in this. Uh, and I know, Stefan, you're on the on the hot list for that. For sure. Um, a matter of fact, your wife wants you to. to yeah,
0: be funny. my wife. It's funny because like you open a paramotor and you're like, oh, I'm like five thousand feet above the the earth, and something happens. It's like ah. But like she's the she's the crazy nut job of 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 the of the the two of us. She's like I want to go skydiving. I want to go paramount. I want to go jump out. Of, I want to go bungee jump. I want to do all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, slow down there, honey. We got kids. We got you know we got just chill. We got house. You know what I'm saying? I want to die.
2: <laughs> after I after I landed, I like everybody was like, oh, good job. I went to your wife and like it seemed like she was like almost like frustrated. She's just like. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> that think, sounds exactly I like I my life. I
1: think we could have probably put that on her back, hooked her up, and said, just listen to Eric. And she would have tried it. She would oh, have. She, would she would have. was ready to oh, go. Oh,
0: 100%. She would yeah. have popped straight in there and been like, yeah. okay, well, I'm ready to go. Don't Just just let me know what to do.
1: Here's, here's one of the coolest things about it is, uh, you know, flying paramotors alone is cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience. We've described it in our videos. I strongly encourage you to go watch it. But... Flying with friends, especially in areas that you're familiar with, is even more special. And That's uh, true. Tucker got was there. Eric was there. Uh, Tucker wanted to get a vlog, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I don't know why you guys are gracious enough to me, but I got the opportunity to fly with Tucker and Eric. Yeah, and so it was actually gonna be it was my first uncoached flight. <laughs> Which is really sketchy. <laughs> and uh, did
2: you take off without instruction? Yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: So actually, Eric was yelling at me because it was a no wind takeoff. Mm-hmm. And with wind, you know, the, the the wing is really pulling back on you, so you can just lean back and really throttle into it, and you're not yep. getting pushed forward. With a no wind takeoff, you hit that throttle, and it it was like jet propulsion. Yeah. It's like <laughs> boom, <laughs> you know? li- you got to keep your legs up with oh, you. Oh jeez, you got to sprint. fall behind. Oh, so no. all, all I did here with Eric was sprint, sprint, sprint. But also with what little wind there was, I wasn't taking off the length of the field. It was perpendicular hmm. straight towards the Fury's RV. And Ooh. he's like, okay, just take off and thread the needle between the RV and the and the garage. And I was like, what? He's like, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, luckily, luckily, thank goodness for him. Oh, he knows no. what he's doing. We got it. And we got yeah. up in the air. And uh, it was one of the neat thing. Now, you guys are my brothers. I, I can't express how much I love these guys at Flight Test. And Eric and Tucker are dearest of friends. Mm-hmm. And I would say that bond is going to be the same as the bond we have now. But just getting up with some dear friends was bringing tears to my eyes. Was so cool because you see each other's expressions, you see yeah. each other flying together, and it's such an emotional connection. And to think what they made possible for us is to have that same experience. Yeah, uh, was incredible. Now, now Tucker scared me because he <laughs> came up and crazy. the first thing he did was touch my wingtip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> feel man. like you're bumping into a guardrail, but he was very gentle. Um, <laughs> very but gentle, gentle. But uh, if if you guys ever have any kind of an inkling about paramotors or want to try it this is something to do with your friends and family uh mm-hmm. i really cannot express how important it is to to say connect that matter of fact my wife went for me and absolutely terrified to say we need to budget to get my oldest and my youngest son uh first my oldest because my youngest would do loops with that honest, <laughs> mike you would go crazy yeah mike would do like a loop without rolling um but uh yeah that that's now the family goal because mm-hmm. you get to be so much closer when you are flying a fixed wing you know you're you're flying together and i love flying with frank but i can see him but you're not connected with him yeah Yeah, that makes sense because you don't go you know 20 feet above the trees and dip down into fields you you stay at a safe altitude and you go to one location and you say left right this you you get to explore it's honestly like god gave you wings and you say hey let's drop down in this field let's Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and pop over these trees and and it was just it was magical so look for tucker's you know thing going on but also again uh Thank you aviator PPG for yes the not only just you know blessing us with a long term loader to, to continue our passion but right. most of all for the aspect of what you came down and gave to our community mm-hmm. during this event it was it was truly amazing
2: and uh, actually while we're on the subject of aviator um, back when we went through training uh, a couple months ago a handful of months ago they actually showed us a sneak peek of a project that they were working on and it's basically a documentary on their uh, basically their road to not only uh they did a performance last year at oshkosh Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how we got in connect in connection with them uh was through oshkosh but uh this documentary not only covers that but also kind of how they came together and formed the paradigm aerobatic team um and this is a documentary that i think they got funded and uh it is now i believe it just came out it's live and you can actually get it on the amazon marketplace oh nice um I'm not sure. I'm not positive. I know it's on Amazon. I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything like that yet, but we'll link it below. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, it was a it's a beautifully, beautifully shot documentary um, to see the behind the scenes of, of what went what went into their performance and how they right. get, it's called Road to Oshkosh, I believe is what the name of it is. Um, check the links below. Definitely check it out. If you have any interest in uh, PPGs or just aviation in general, yeah. um, you'll you'll definitely love it. It's yeah. a very well done piece.
1: Gives you an incredible respect for the discipline they have to have, you yep. know, because it's not like you know, weather is a big factor. Mm-hmm. So they got to they got to manage that. They got to manage so many different things, and the fact that they pulled it off the way they did, and also showcases their friendships. Yep, it, was, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's a a, a great uh, kind of segue into uh, our next kind of situation here on this podcast is that, you know, we talk about general aviation, we talk about Oshkosh, uh, something that's been fantastic for you guys to be able to fly in those paramotors in generally and 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 get the community involved in that but also something that has been in the general aviation kind of genre for us has been from the community standpoint as well your Josh, your Pete and Pole, you know, and we haven't talked a lot, of, a lot about yeah. it up to this point uh, recently, um, but it's something that's you know near and dear to your heart and yeah. kind of where some of the general aviation from for flight tests kind of stemmed with that first video. If you've not seen the video, we'll link it down below um, of of the story of your Pete and Pole.
1: Yeah, patches. That's what I named it. My wife doesn't like that. Name? Patches <laughs> the <Pete> and Pole. <laughs> it's actually Howard Henderson's Pete and Pole, and uh, what a blessing! It's been the mm-hmm. source of already so many memories. Now, if anyone knows me, I'm still a student pilot, so I'm not flying my kids in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a fun year, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, you know, during the last annual and stuff, there were some things that came up that needed to be addressed, and that kind of shut me down for the year. Uh, but recently, I got to get her uh, all back together, new nice. annual, everything's good. Um, but uh, we, we swapped out. I found out something really interesting. The value of going through your logbook is huge. Uh, if anyone watched the first uh, takeoff I had with mine when I soloed it, you'll see I'm kind of dead-faced. I'm really serious. I'm looking around. I'm kind of acknowledging I'm very robotic. And then all of a sudden, I get the biggest smile on my face <laughs> and just kind of explode with joy. That's crazy. I'll be open. There's a very big reason for that. was up until that point, I didn't have a safe turnaround. And that, that's scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anytime you're flying something you don't fully have a trust of, it's super easy to fly. Um, but we found out something else. Uh, we found out that before I got it going through the logbook, the original head that Howard built, which was a six-to-one head, put out about, you know, f- close to 50 horsepower, um, was swapped out for a four-and-a-half-to-one head. So it went mm. from about, you know, 48 to 50 horsepower to 37. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so there's a reason why I was patting on the side saying, you can do it, buddy, you can do it, buddy, <laughs> you know, and I get so happy. So we got a new head ordered, and um, through last year and stuff, there's a lot of backstory I'm sure I think we'll be doing with some video content mm. But uh, we got a new head order. got a brand-new rebuilt Model B carburetor from a wonderful gentleman in California. I had a sunken bull float and uh, some jets that needed reworked. Um, so long story short, we just took the winner. You know, it's like this thing is getting off the ground, but there's no way it's going to fly two people, and it's really kind of sketchy with me. <laughs> um, so we wanted to step back and just let's make this thing safe. Right. So put the six-to-one head on it, um, fired it up. This thing fired up first pull, and I have never been behind this engine now. It's a completely different engine. Right. And uh, th- I guess the reason why we we're laughing because I came in, I think it was kind of like a Cloud Nine that day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, put the new 6 to 1 engine on. It ran, got 150 RPM more, which is actually like 20 wh- uh, 20% more power now. Wow. And uh, took it down the runway just for a fast taxi. And before I even had it to full throttle, the thing was in the air. Wow. And it just hopped That's in fantastic. the air. The control response on the rudder. I didn't have to, if anyone watches my video, you'll see it looks like I'm paddling myself in the air. Uh, it's because there's a skid. There's no no brakes, and there's a skid on there. Right. And uh, it, it was it was pretty awesome. So really looking forward to doing some more content with the mm-hmm. Pete. Um, everyone knows my passion, you know, my love of my dad, and mm-hmm. this was a really connecting factor of us working on the project, Pete. Which we still have. And then my wife and I wanting to buy this one to uh, to continue that journey with my kids because they're getting old very quick. And frankly, yeah. I'm not going to have this Pete done before they're adults. So uh, you know this this has been a source for for. Honestly, for me, kind of go back and reminisce of what I had with my dad, right. and then also for me to kick my kids outside of foam board airplanes. And uh, because this is so much part of my life, I have to do something different with my kids. Because frankly, when I give them a foam plane to fly and we fly together, I'm beta testing them. <laughs> I'm like, "So, what do you think of the experience? So, what do you think of the flying <laughs> so characters? So, what do you think about that?" I, I, I cannot <laughs> turn that off. Um, so, we need something different. That's why we build tree houses. That's why we do those things. But right. the Pete, every time I'm, I'm, I'm working with it, um, Frank Pavliga is. Is honestly like my new father figure, and uh, he's been around my life all my life. And uh, you know, God has uh, a perfect sense of timing, the right people at the right time for the right reason. And uh, and this was definitely part of it. Right. And uh, it's fulfilled a really powerful dream in my life. But uh, I'm happy to have her back together because I yeah. felt like when it was apart, like part of me was apart, you know. Yeah. And it's like uh, okay, and it took the whole winter. <laughs> and then when it was ready to go, uh, it was you know travel for business and stuff. So it's pete's back if anyone's mm. wondered where it is the pete is back it's in good condition and uh, hopefully we'll be shooting some content in it, it flies a little bit better
0: it's these days
1: let's, let's just say this i was about 600 feet before i got off the ground with the other one i couldn't have even been more over 350 and uh-huh. uh I, I started off the cross parts of the runway and uh i had her up and, and i put her down i didn't i didn't fly the runway I you know still need to do proper pre-flight and right. get the annual finalized but uh it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely be flying a little bit.
0: Yeah, and it's funny that, that <coughs> it's funny that the Pete went into uh, hibernation as that's it were. Hibernation a good uh, way. While you got into paramotoring. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's hilarious. How and it's not hilarious, but it's just it's crazy how God kind of moved in that scenario where that was kind of your passion. Yeah. You know, pushing forward into that, and then that kind of got hibernated, and then boom. Here comes another thing that he's like, all right, Josh is going to need something else to hang out with and and chill with
1: and and Eric was nice enough. he sent us a wing home to practice kiting and continue mm-hmm. and i I stole that wing more than I think anybody and <laughs> I had my my youngest in the in the kite, and I had to hold him down because a breeze would pick him right up and right. it was just such an awesome bonding time. um you know the pete does two things to me it, it gives me a connection back to what i, I remember of my dad it gives me a connection to my dear friend Frank Pavliga, and it also gives me an uh activity with my kids. Right. Um the reason I say activity and not flight time is because honestly, uh when I got the opportunity to buy that piece of history, you know, the Howard Henderson Pete is probably one of the most documented Pete's in existence. Hmm. Um I really wanted an O two hundred, you know, brakes, something that was safe that was gonna get us off the ground and power through. I still don't have a piece about taking my hundred and sixty pound kid, <laughs> you know, yeah. off with that plane. So I really don't know what the reality is going to be with the Pete and us flying together with my child but what really gives me hope and joy is I can do that with the paramotors so (coughs) we'll fix it up we'll fly it it'll be a common activity we'll have those memories I'll have the connections with you know my dear friends Um, but the paramotors and my wife agrees when I'm flying a paramotor I'm not worried about the motor if you chop the motor and I'm 25 feet up you're fine it's a 9 to 1 glide ratio at 25 miles an hour you know um those kind of things are really you know, what go through your head especially with how much I want to be on this earth I, I feel there's a calling by God but I also feel that there's a calling in flight testing and in my family right. and it's not in my mind my time yet so I want to make sure that I don't take any unnecessary risks uh, to number one putting black eyes and, and stuff on this on this industry you know I want to do everything responsibly um, but the paramotors uh, when, when I fly it there's, there's no fear there's just joy Yeah, and that's that's what really overcomes where with the Pete. It's the satisfaction of taking something up from 1928. You're flying technology from – I did that. That's <laughs> my fault. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Every, time. Every time. Every um, time. But okay. that's, that's it. I'm rambling on. But yeah. but th- there's two different things. So you get two very unique rewards mm-hmm. from two different aspects of flight. And they are, like you said, perfectly timed. And uh, I look forward to growing in both aspects. I really want to yep. really grow with the, the PPG. And at the same time, I really want to work through my ratings. I want to learn, you know, helicopters, paragliding. I want to learn, you know, every aspect of flight. And I think that's what our general aviation is going to give yeah. us the opportunity to do.
0: Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> that's there Josh Bix, everyone. And I will mm-hmm. say that uh, even though I haven't experienced that yet, I can see a joy on Alex's face and your oh. face and Austin and Chad's face. When you guys go up and when you come down, it's like, I, I, can't, I can't express it because I don't know how you're feeling, but it looks like, pure joy and like like if you saw in the episode and if you haven't definitely go check it out but alex comes down and he is literally crying because yeah. he can't express without that the emotion that he felt flying yeah. and so just to give you some perspective from the outside looking in i, I i'm pulled in by that yeah. Yeah. I, I am literally drawn to this paramotor option of flight because of the joy and the feelings that you guys have poured into not only my life and our life here at FT, but the rest of the community's lives. Um, So that's just a really cool thing. And I wanted to share that because, you know, it it looks cool, but when they come down, when Alex and Josh and them come down and you see their face, cool doesn't even describe, not even close. Well,
2: I I am a big softy, but, (laughs) but uh, they, I mean, they say uh, the, the aviator guy said in training before you even get in the air, they say, this is gonna change you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is gonna change who you are. Um, it changes the way that you look at the world that you live in, and it, it really does. It, it really does change your life. And speaking of getting emotional and and uh, being a softy, uh, <laughs> going back to Flight Fest, we never really wrapped up our conversation yeah, about Yeah, I'm that's kind of rabbit trail. Um, some of the people, and there's, there's a, a select few of you that were relentless, and bringing a tear to my eye multiple <laughs> times at Flight yeah. Fest. Uh, seeing the kids and the families and, mm-hmm. and all of the community come together, um, it's its really something special. And and to see people get it, yeah. to get what we're going for as uh, we're trying to go for a different event, mm-hmm. uh, different RC event than anybody's ever done. Yeah. Um, right. You see a lot of these RC events and we've been to all of them and we love them all. All Seth, SEF, Joe Nall, even Neat Fair, mm-hmm. we love them all. We had tons of fun at all of those. Um, but one, one of the things that we really take a lot of pride in is is creating a positive, family-friendly right. environment for people to come and enjoy the hobby, aviation, um, all of the above. And some 100%. people don't even fly. I mean, honestly, I only flew twice this year at Flight yeah. Fest, and I was, I was, that was more than I was expecting to. Okay. I wasn't planning on flying at all. Um, I come there to see the people. It's like a yeah. reunion of of so many people that I care about.
1: Yep. And how many you know, wives, daughters, people you typically wouldn't see at a flying event, really enjoying as a whole. Yeah, I just think was such a special testimony to yeah. what this event has become. And and what an amazing community! I I, I don't joke when I say it, best people in the
2: world. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I, and I know we say it all the time, but yeah, I can't say that it. It like, sounds like a broken record, but like, like, it's just yeah. true. Literally, literally, there was, I wore sunglasses the whole event, like even after dark, because yeah. because I, I'd have fathers or even sons or, or people come up to me and just tell tell us about how much. It's impacted them and, yeah, how, right. and how it changed their relationship with their dad or with their kid or whatever it may be um, or or how many memories they've made so far. Um, it's really, really something unique. I can't, you, you can't really understand it until you're there. You yeah, can't mean, describe it in words. Yeah. Just, just one of those things. And and that kind of
0: – when we talk about community and family reunion and, and, and impacting people in a positive way, family-friendly – all this stuff. Flyfest is definitely one of those things that you have to experience with your, for yourself. Um, and just because of not, not because of us here at FT, it's because of the community that's involved, yeah. the volunteers, yeah. the, the family members that aren't even family, but they feel like family that come from all over the nations, right? So if you get the opportunity to, I think we're talking about doing another one here in the near future. I don't even know. I don't know if I can say anything. You
1: can say South. But
0: South, something of that nature, Flight it's Fest South. It's on the shirt. It's on it's the on shirt. That's right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll be doing uh, one, hopefully, here in the near future sometime in November. November-ish. If uh, Flight Fest South. We're not... 100% on location or maybe we are somewhere in Florida um, at the moment but that being said if you have the opportunity to come out please do We not only would we love to meet you um, but the entire community when you guys get together special things happen yeah they really really do
2: we want to meet you but more importantly we want you guys to meet each other exactly and we want to all hang out together that's like the most important it's a
0: huge meetup that's pretty much what it is oh, yes. you know yes. so just come one come all we love you and uh, thank you so much for making flight fest what it is you, you guys have been truly special in our mind um, and leading out into the to the last point of this podcast is actually perfect because we're talking about community, we're talking about helping each other we're talking about making things more special uh, because of the people involved um, many of you have uh, come up to me and I, if you don't know um, my job role here at FT is the community engagement manager so I get to interact with all of you guys um, on a daily basis and get to see your emails and comments and all this stuff I mean, a lot of you have actually come to me and said, Hey, do you know this guy named JC Culpepper? He, he goes by uh, project blue Falcon on, on YouTube. Um, he passed away if you know, if you don't know the story, but he passed away, uh, recently. Um, and I guess from what I'm hearing from a lot of you in the community is that he's one of those people, and this is the reason why I wanted to bring this up is that he's one of those people that were selfless and And wanted to get people into the hobby and made these how-to videos um, that really inspired and helped people get through problems that they otherwise could not do on their own. Um, I actually got to go to uh, one of the websites that was kind of honoring uh, J.C. Culpepper um, just recently. And I was reading the comments. I was reading these stories that people were kind of saying. And essentially the gist of it was, was that every single person that was affected by JC essentially said, I feel like he's family. He's gotten me to a point where I can enjoy this hobby because without him, I could not have made my quad fly. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he's pushed me through these barriers, and he's helped me with all his videos, and even people that are clo- were close to him in the interaction face to face, and people that have met him for one time at an event, and how they feel like they're close enough to him like family, which is very much like the Flight Fest motto. Yep. You know, um, and so the reason I wanted to bring this to light is that those people are an integral part of of this hobby and this community, and you never know who you're going to touch. Or who you're going to influence by the things that you do and the things that you say. Um, because, yes, he had a YouTube channel and he had 16,000 subscribers or whatever. But you don't have to have 16,000 subscribers to make a difference in someone's life. And in this case, J.C. Culpepper, Project Blue Falcon um, did make a difference in so many people's yeah. lives. And he may not have known it yeah. because they're all coming out now. Um, but he did, I mean, it made a huge impact with a lot of these people and our hearts go out to, um, all the community members that were close to him, but also the family. Um, I know that there is, and there'll be a link down below. There's a GoFundMe page, um, for, uh, the memorial service that will be coming up. Um, that I will link to down below, uh, there for also, um, that goes for the family as well. So the fund goes to the memorial service and then the rest that goes into uh, a fund for his father and, and the rest of his family to get through this, uh, trying time. Um, but like I said before, the reason we bring this up is yes to honor and to, to, to remember, you know, someone who really inspired this hobby and impacted a lot of lives. So just, just remember, um, the things that you say and the things that you do matter, Mm -hmm. you know, what we do here, we, we feel like it matters. Yes. But even if you're not in our position with 730,000 subscribers, you may be a dad to a son or you may be a friend to a friend and maybe met somebody for the first time at a, at a flight fest event or some random event, but the things you do and say matter. So make sure that you're thinking about those things and tell them to people. You may only get it once. You may only see this person once. But it will have a long-lasting effect for, for, for days and years and lifetimes on end.
1: Yeah, you know, you bring up a powerful point. Um, oftentimes in this you know in aviation, RC community, sports, whatever, people think talent defines legacy. Hmm. It's not talent that defines legacy. It's not how good you are. it's how much you invest in others. it's how yeah. much you bless others. Um, so definitely encourage you. Don't, don't be obsessed of how good you are, where you rank with things. Right. Be obsessed of how you serve others and how you love on others and how you improve their life. That's how you're going to be remembered. That's how you're going to be honored. And that's how you're going to be rewarded.
0: It's 100%. That's hundred percent. So, if you want to um, give back to that uh, that situation with with JC and his family, yeah. um, I will have that link down below. That's me. Uh, you can go and 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 help fund that, um, or even just comment and let them know that you're thinking about them and that you're praying for them. We will be praying for them yeah. um, and continue to give them our support, um, community as well. You guys have already done so. I've, already, I've seen some stuff, um, but continue to keep them in your prayers um, and do anything possible to help them out in in any way, shape, or form. Like like we would want to you to do for us and us to do for you um that that's our that's our kind of our brotherhood you know and that's what we're looking to do so uh first and foremost thank you so much for for being part of our lives and helping and letting us to be a part of your life we appreciate it we love just being able to interact with you at a flight fest or even on this podcast um it really makes a difference uh, in our lives that you guys are here with us. Um, We just love to be a part of it. Um, So first of all, thanks so much for listening and being part of this. Uh, Josh, uh, thanks so much for being on. Alex, once again, thanks so much for being on. Um, It's always a pleasure to have you guys here. Um, And also, just for future reference, uh, links down, not links down, but people uh, that you might want to see on the podcast. um, Let us know in the comments below uh, to see, you know, your your favorite uh, podcast piece. We're going to have more
2: guests. We're going to be doing interviews.
1: And this is going to be going out before Oshkosh, correct? Correct. Yes, so, it was, this will be going out tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys are going to be at Oshkosh Venture, we would love to fellowship with you. Uh, maybe we can put some links down. Isn't there, like, a schedule thing that people will be able to find?
0: I'm sure there are some things that I can put into the description. Keep
1: on the social media. We definitely want to meet up with as many of you as possible.
0: For sure. And uh, that's going to be fantastic. And hopefully we'll see you guys there. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure that you uh, subscribe and uh, rate us on iTunes. Um, That's a huge help for us. We'd love to see what you guys are thinking. Good or bad feedback, we we want it all. Um, And also on YouTube, press that subscribe button, uh, notification button, because we're doing a lot of stuff. We're doing podcasts, we're doing vlogs, we're doing regular episodes, full-scale content, all the above. So we want to make sure that you guys have the opportunity to see all that um, and thanks for helping us out and giving us all your love and we'll see you guys next time deuces, deuces.